Welcome to the Real Triathlon Podcast. I'm your host, Garrick Lowen, here with Nicholas Chase and Jackson Lund. Welcome back to the Real Triathlon Podcast. Today is an exciting day because we are previewing an actual race, a full Ironman race that is happening in a couple of days from now. And it's the first full Ironman race that's happened this since COVID, I believe, if I'm not mistaken on that. Um, so we're going to be previewing what's going on. We're going to have the number one ranked, bib number one, Sky Munch, on to uh, preview her race and how she's feeling and what she thinks is going to happen for the race. But before that, we got Nick Chase here with me, and he's racing in the men's field. So I want to hear about, Nick, what have you been doing to get ready for this race, and how are you feeling heading out into this event uh basically just put like a pillow on my aero bars and i've just been sitting on her for about 16 hours a day sitting on the bike laying on the pillow just getting the lower back ready for just full-on aero abuse just i've even (laughs) had my wife karen come up periodically and take a hammer and just hit my back with it too so it's just ready for a beating on race day <laughs> that's good well you're only oh. on the bike for about four hours and 15 because you're gonna be flying it's gonna be yeah that's that's the best part but the hard part is man a flat course is unrelenting i've had you know didn't chattanooga last year so definitely familiar with the flatness um and how fast you can go it's pretty unreal so i'm pretty pumped i mean i've had gravel racing i did a great and then next the last weekend i did um a race in claremont florida which was mega hilly and in the gravel race i crashed and hurt my hip and shoulder shoulder is still like 60 percent, which you know jackson was commenting in a, to me today well maybe the gravel race wasn't such a good idea there but <laughs> well Just subtly no shit but at that point I think Ironman Arizona was still a viable option, which was 22 November, not 7 November, as far as I'm in Florida. So that kind of, you know, took it out of me. But I mean, I've been riding gravel bikes all freaking season long doing nothing else. So I got to jump on a gravel bike race. Can you blame me? Sure, I can blame you, but I also can also not blame you in the same I can still swim. Well, so you'll be fine because your swim's really good. And once you get into the race, you're not going to feel the shoulder. Nope. Um, you've been able to get your swimming in still at least to a minimum where you're not going to be losing much. So not too yeah. worried about your swim. Um, the bike, you've obviously been really strong all year. Haven't done a full distance for a while. So it's good that you've been getting used to that aero position. Um, when was your last full? That would have been over a year ago now, right? Uh, November, late November last year, Cozumel. So, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, not quite a year yet. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so you're obviously lining up against a really strong male field here. We've got a bunch of good names, 30 dudes. Um, we've got Sam Long, Matt Russell, Matt Hansen, Cody Beals, Joe Gambles, Andreas Dreets, Chris Lieferman, Brent McMahon, Elliot Bach, Nick Chase, Derek DeCorver. I mean, the list goes on. I also, David Plesha, there's another notable name. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, Pedro um, Gomez too. Yeah. It's a strong field, um, but, for sure. 30 dudes is a lot, but also I honestly expected like 50 because they amalgamated basically three Ironmans. Um, so hopefully, yeah, 30. I mean, it's an Ironman, so usually about 
at least 10 will either not finish or not show up or just absolutely explode. And that's not going to be you. <clears throat> no, no, no. I, I'm actually more focused on being super relaxed on the bike this time and letting some stuff go that I probably wouldn't. And fin- I mean, with a hundred K ultra marathon in August and a lot of slow, <laughs> painful miles, I think if anything else, I've gotten some good headspace for the marathon. Now is it, I, I think my goal is to run a consistent 415 to 420. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that's in kilometers. Yeah. 415 okay, to yeah that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my goal pace. So that would put me near the three hour mark, if not right at it on um, for the marathon. And honestly, that'd be a, that'd be great for me off the bike. And if that puts me in the top 10 contention with a good, you know, I think I'll be within top six or top five on the swim and the pack. And then we'll, we'll bike really patient with the, with the fellas and let Sam Long just have a, have all the time he wants on the front. He can just have her. <laughs> yeah let him just push it on the bike and you know he will you well yeah got, you got some i mean you got a lot of guys who are solid swim bikers and you're right in there so that's going to be yep. for sure the play for you there's going to be some strong guys from the back obviously sam long matt russell who tends to swim a little slower and work his way up he might come through so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out um our boy cody beals i think is yeah. going to be really ripping he's been i've been training with him he is fit he's ready he's not been overcooking anything he's you know he's been consistently (laughs) inconsistent this year but he's really gotten his shit together the last three or four weeks and i think Uh, that is pretty uh pretty good for him honestly like he'll tell you himself that you know every couple of months or a month he'll have like an off week or down week so he put together a good block for this and he's done the specific work I think he's going to be solid. Like I, I do think he's going to be in contention for the win for sure. No doubt. And I hope he is. And, and if we can all hope to share the the bike course together, that would be just a gem to ride with Cody and, and the Russell, the Hanson, you know, any of those guys you've named that are really top contenders, being able to swim bike with them is great. And then I think if nothing else, I'll be able to keep them within my sights on the run. That's been obviously my weakest link over the years, but it's getting stronger. And I've got a lot of guys that are smart that I can, key off of when it comes to pacing so um who we worried about on the run there on the run oh well of course nick chase like you gotta give <laughs> whatever some credit here but <laughs> no but, no let's, uh, let's let's think about the those who have previously proven they will perform well i mean notably yeah. matt hansen well yeah we're talking about guys who've run you know 240 240 and change or better we're looking at matt hansen cody beals brent mcmahon um, uh, I, I think, um, Andy Dietz has gotten down in there. Sam Long hasn't done it in a full yet, but you got to expect that he's ready, uh, at some point very soon, if not this race to get up there and run a sub two fifty for sure. So mm-hmm. he's going to be right in there. Matt Russell is really consistent. I don't see him running a two forty, but he, you know, he's going to run like a two fifty or something like that or two fifty five. So he's going to be really up there and um he could potentially win with the 250 i could see it the weather's um, been good looking like it's going to be like it was last year which was a pr day for hoffman and skipper last year which is record setting yeah that was really strong neither of those guys here this time but you've got guys in this field who can perform at that level so it's going to be pretty exciting um yeah hopefully that's our boy brent mcmahon he's you know getting up 
as everybody knows, he's 40 this year. So <laughs> I think <laughs> see what he can pull yeah. off. But sorry to mention that again, Brent. Sorry, Brent. But yeah, I think he'll, uh, I think he'll have a good one too. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and, and make a call for the win here. I think our boy Cody Beals is going to get it done. I just do I have that feeling. I don't know, man. I think it's like such a roll of dice. Hanson, Beals, um, and, and I'm not looking at the start list like you. But well, there's Lieferman think, too. We didn't even mention Lieferman. And I, and honestly, like what he did at Louisville a few years ago was pretty remarkable in that frigid 40 degree cold weather. I think I think he rolled the dice and depends on the keep in mind who's who's raced the most and who's had the most test of their legs this season. Um, Cody hasn't raced yeah. much. Uh, Matt has raced a bunch. Sam has raced a lot. Yeah, we've all gotten our chance to race a bit and, and kind of come out ahead or pick up some stuff. I don't know if Dreitz has had any races. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's raced over there. I haven't seen his name, but it's definitely – it's one of those years it's tough to predict what's going to happen for sure. Um, and Plesha. And Brent, like Brent's had a good race. He had a good race at that Olympic try, which isn't really his wheelhouse anymore, but he could pull something off. Yeah, Plesha, he's a monster swim biker, isn't he? Um, he's – Anytime I've raced with him in Europe, he's been with me on the swim. And then, man, that last time in Ironman Austria a couple of years ago, we usually rode together at Switzerland and Austria and one other race we've ridden together. And man, he put it to us. So there was like a group of six of us at Ironman Austria and David rode away from us. And then I think he put himself in the top, top three there for that race. So he, if he's in good form, he's certainly one to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be – so you got to make a call. Who do you think is going to win it? I'm picking Cody Beals, even though there's some strong dudes who've raced better this year so far. I'm going to – nothing against Cody because he's going to be staying at my house in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't he's not going to listen to this. It doesn't matter. Say whatever you want. <laughs> he's going to fill his, his uh, pillowcase with uh, soap and beat me in the middle of the night. <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to go for the Hansenator. I think he's, he's on form to run – astounding uh, especially having ridden with him at bear lake man this guy was pushing it and at cozumel pushing it yeah, yeah um, i think he's a good pick for sure but i think man we're it's gonna be a chess match on the bike we're all gonna be there sam's gonna get away and then there's gonna be probably like eight or nine of us just biding our time until we can make a move or there's some corners but there's not a lot, i mean i think i think they changed the course on the bike course a little bit based on the couple of years ago when I looked at it. So I have no idea if we're doing the same thing as last year or whatnot, but man, if there's nowhere to hide, that's the shitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but you know, I think if Sam Long listens to this, this is just going to be fuel for his fire. Cause I feel like anytime he's not picked as a number one to win, he's like really pissed. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is, we saw- he is number one on the list though. On the men's yeah, list, he is number one. He so was seated number one. He's happy about that for sure. Um, now, okay, women's race. We're going to get into this more when, when Sky jumps With in Sky. here. But, yeah, we've got Sky Munch, Heather Jackson, Meredith it's Kessler, Munch, Jocelyn. By the way, it's Munch. It's Munch like launch. She said that last time she was on the podcast. Zing. So does everybody say Robert Munch or, I guess, Munch wrong then? The guy who wrote all those books, kid books? It's probably different it's based probably on – or I just don't know how to spell, and it's different completely. Well, Canadians okay. can't speak. Sky Launch, Sky Munch, Heather <laughs> Jackson, 
Launch is a good, you know, nickname because she freaking can launch. She's a launcher. All right, all right. So she's first. Heather Jackson second. Meredith Kessler, Jocelyn McCauley, Kelsey Withrow, Pe- Palmira Alvarez, Ruth Assel, Pamela Ann, Bachelor of St. Pierre. The list goes on to 26 for the women's race. So really uh, high level of competition here for the women as well. Is that Pamela's first full? No, she's actually – she did really well at Ironman Mont Tremblant last year. I believe she was – I'm not sure what place, but she, she did well. Um, okay, solid. So she'll she'll be ready to have a good one for sure. Man, um, and Ruth Assel coming out of nowhere. and I, It might be her first full. I think she was rookie of the year – I mean, as a pro. Um, yeah. I think I think she's just yeah. stepping up. I think it's her first pro race, period. So Or her first pro, like, Ironman, at least. Yeah, like you said – so she'll be strong. Um, it's tough to pick, you know, there's those top four or five are really solid. So going to be hard to, to, I'm going to with sky. Her, her yeah, bike sky is, is really unreal. Um, she's, and she's going to be ready for this race. Like we'll hear from her, but she's really been gearing up for it since bare leg. Her training has been all geared towards it. Heather Jackson though, Meredith Kessler, like who knows what can happen. Um, oh man. I forgot Meredith Kessler's on there. She is so experienced and, like well-rounded in every aspect of the course. So it could be a, I would absolutely love it if it was like a nice tight three coming down on the run course and they could all just be within a couple minutes and give a, give a real good race. You know what I mean? Those are the types we'll of Ironman you want to watch. Yeah, I think we'll see it. I think we'll see lead changes for sure late in the bike and in the run. And um, yeah, you've got, you know, Sky having had that amazing season in 2019 and, and just keep getting better, but Heather Jackson and Meredith Kessler. I mean, how many wins between them? Jocelyn McCauley too. Like she's man, she's had some standout performances. Can't really, can't really pick between those four too easily. So, and I'll be hear what Sky says about um, you know what she's had and experiences racing those other women and what she thinks is going to happen. Yeah, I want to hear Sky make some predictions of Smack Talk. She's, well, she's going to just be like, I got this. It's my win. I'm win my 15. <laughs> no, she's, she's more humble than that. There's no way. <laughs> I know, but that's what she's going on in her head. Cause you got to have that mindset. Right. And that's, so what do you think about, like, this is a good topic real quick. What do you think about the mindset going into a race? Because number one, this is how it always goes. And I hear people talking about it in transition. They're like, Oh man, you're going to do so good. And then the, you know, competitors like, well, I would just hope to finish today. I just want to have my best. Like we're all got these bullshit, like surfaced things, yeah. but deep down we're like, I want to rip someone's face off out there. And if you get in my way, I'm probably going to stab you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. It's everyone's different. Like uh, for me, it's the, my competitors really push me and motivate me to do better. But at the same time, I can't race somebody else's race like that. You got to, race your own race and then also take into account what other people are doing a little bit but not too much like it's tough it's a tough balance and you learn it as a pro and like earlier in my uh pro career i would i would race everybody else's race too much and i would just go for broke on the swimming bike and and just whatever i had left on the run and now i know okay you know you gotta run a fast half marathon and if you just demolish yourself completely on the bike it's probably not the best so you have to push it but there's just that fine line. So well, for me, it's, hold yeah, on. it's, I don't know. Who's a prime example of just that? That's me, bud. I've been trying to just take the old bull by the horns in some of these races and just crushing <laughs> the bike and rolling the decks on the run. So you're right. I mean, it's, it's a, 
it's a bit of strategy and experience, but also it's you got to take risks. And you're well aware that those risks in the past, I mean, I've raced with you when you've taken big risks and it's paid off for you when those top threes. So, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just all experience and who's around you. Yeah, for sure. And then like everybody will say something different. Like Lionel will say like, he just keeps pushing harder and harder and harder every time somebody else is near him and he never blows up really. And like, it's just different depending on who you are. Um, Lionel looks like yeah. he blows up, but he doesn't slow down. Like on the run, it looks like yeah. he's blown up, but he'll still run 545, 540 pace. Yeah. He drags his leg to a 111. <laughs> That's <half>. incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of which, um, Man, there have been some cool recent events lately with Lionel taking the Canadian one-hour record. Um, oh, yeah. That was pretty unreal. We talked about that. Did we talk about that? I don't believe we did. And then he set a, P, a 5K PB as well, getting ready for Daytona. Like, I think yeah. man, I'm, I'm so pumped some, to – Some love to our boy Lionel. He's been, like, killing it. He ran a 1434 5K. <laughs> so which is really fast. And, like – you know he'll even say like a lot of the i2 guys are way faster than that which is true uh but for a guy who just you know is pure long course and you're running a 5k like that's really short for you so that's amazing show, um, show me any other iron man athlete who's been to kona who can run that fast i, I bet there's two yeah there's not many obviously frodo and gomez and brownlee and a couple others those boys yeah, he's in that league well, i guess brownlee has yeah, they've been there, but they haven't, like, really yeah. given her. And then, yeah, he does the one-hour record on the velodrome for Canada. And it was 51.3K. So, like, to put that into perspective, that's one of the top – it's definitely a top 10 all-time anyone in a velodrome well, ever. Wasn't it 55K is the world record or something? World record's 55 flat, basically. Um but Lionel's, Lionel's is like eighth all time or something like that. And yeah. it's also not at altitude. Like usually the fastest ones are at an elevation where the They're air is thinner. In Mexico. Yeah. So there's this, there's a sweet spot where you can kind of, there's enough oxygen that you can get by and, but the air is thin. So you move faster. There's less pressure. Lionel's was basically at sea level. It's in Milton. So it's not like fast, you know, conditions. Yeah. So it's kind of scary. And he only prepared for it for a couple months. Like, I think people are, some people speculate that he could get like a pro tour cycling contract offer just based off of that performance. I would wager him and Cam Worth are going to be in that same boat. It's, it's unreal. Like why wouldn't you want Lionel as a domestique on your pro tour team? He'd be unreal. Yeah. Other than he can't really handle the bike. So that might be a bit of an issue depending on the course. I, I bet he'd work on that. He's descended Mount Lemon. How many times he's probably got decent skills. I mean, but the, I guess in a Peloton, it's freaking sketch when you're doing it at yeah. 60 miles an hour. He'd, well, I mean, he'd get used to it. You'd have to practice. But like you said, you put that guy on the front in the flats and pull your team. Like, it's the guy you want. So it's it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, even even still, like, he could go faster. That's the scary thing. Like, better conditions, better prep. He could maybe go 40, 52, 53K, which is crazy. No doubt. Breaking uh, that top five, top three position. Yeah, so, like – come Daytona if he gets his swim focus for the next month or whatever I think he'll be I mean he's gonna come out behind like pretty far behind on the no swim question. yeah so it's probably just a of, probably what three three-ish minutes on that swim because it's a, it's a shorter swim from the leader probably think, more 
You think they're going to be that fast? It's Vincent Louis and Henry Schumann oh. and those boys. They can rip. Like, yeah, they're run, I'm thinking they're for myself, like, if I can be around two minutes behind the leader, that's going to be like a stellar swim for me. I'll be happy with that. What's the distance on it again at Daytona? It's 2K. It's two full K. And those, those guys are going to be going one minute per hundred for probably the average. For the lead out, at least. Not, probably not the average. Uh, well, probably 105 for the average. Yeah, they'll be flying. So, um, interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we've speculated on a few things here. I think it's getting pretty close to time to bring in Sky Munch. Yep, Munch, let's bring it. As in yeah. Munch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, she'll appreciate that, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll bring her in. We'll get some perspective from a very important aspect of the race that needs – more coverage of uh, the women's side. So Sky's going to bring that to us right now. All right, we're here with Sky Monch, yes. which I just learned how to pronounce correctly recently. And you did, you did awesome. Uh, awesome. It's perfect. Okay, so you are the number one seed for, and bib number one, which is very important, for the Florida Ironman, which is like, basically, we could just call it Ironman World Championship for the year, I think. That's basically fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to hear from you like we know iron man is well i'm pretty sure we know that's like your jam you love that distance and you're excited for this race and we want to hear about how your prep's been going since your last race which was bear lake brawl yeah um well yeah bear lake brawl was my last race but <clears throat> to be honest like that was kind of a not a last minute thing but i certainly wasn't training my face off going into bear lake so it's been cool um you know after bear lake my coach and I just took a look at the races that are, were potentially on the calendar. And given, you know, the state of Florida um, is pretty flexible with their COVID restrictions, we thought that Florida would be a good Ironman to target. If, if there was going to be an Ironman in the U.S. this year, it would be in Florida. So, yeah, um, after Bear Lake, I recovered a few days and then we just hit the training hard and I've been in full-on Ironman training since then so a really good you know six week build up um which i think has gone well it's been a busy build up um i am a cpa and worked the tax deadline for the first time in a few years because <laughs> i was bored and wanted to you know utilize my brain and be productive with my time so anyway that was kind of interesting like ironman training and working about 20, 25 hours a week. Um, but it was kind of nice for me because it, it really just kind of compartmentalized things. It was like work. Okay. Then train. Okay. Then work some more, then train some more. Like I couldn't stress about training or anything. Yeah. You just kind of yeah. get to it and you're like, Oh, that, that's what I got to do now. And I haven't thought about it exactly. yet. So here we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it it's it's kind of nice. It seems like you were grinding away like, Oh, it's about seven or eight o'clock and I'm finally done training. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I will be honest, I kept some pretty um, unusual pro triathlete hours. Like I'm, my husband and I are definitely more night owls naturally. And of course, you know, it's whatever habit you decide to nurture. But um, yeah, this year we just have not been on an early, get up early schedule. And that resulted in me definitely ending my training days between 7 and 9 p.m. most nights so <laughs> well i apologize for texting you at five in the morning sometimes because no, I, just... I think nick <laughs> is the only one in the world who this year has still been on an early schedule like, I can't help oh, it. Man, where's everybody at the pool hey i'm productive Honestly, man 
I wish, I wish that was me. Like, and I know I could do that if I really wanted to, but it's just not how we naturally gravitate in my house. Yeah, so same, same here. I don't yeah, think you guys. So I appreciated the 5 a.m. text, Nick, and I was just envious. I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh-huh. you literally were like halfway done your training and I was just waking up. So well, well, I tried, honestly. I had very high hopes and I even yelled at my dogs and my wife, like, I am freaking sleeping in until 6 a.m. today. Oh my and, gosh. And you know what? <laughs> it's still 4.30 or 4.40 in the morning. I got a little dog licking my eye hole to try to get some food. That's a training fault on your part because my dog just keeps sleeping. Like, he'll stay uh, in bed in the morning. We'll get up and he just like stays in bed. So I think it's your habits, Nick, that have rubbed yeah, It is. Dog. It is. And you said you're getting that automatic this. feeder, bud, that goes off at six o'clock. What happened to I've, that? Uh, I forgot I was going to do that. So I'll get back on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Sky, so yes. um, I am curious to know, like, what what is your head like when you're getting into actual taper week? Because, you know, for most pro triathletes, the whole week is, you know, you're tidying up things, you're traveling, you're packing, unpacking buildings. So how does that feel for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because going into a race, you kind of want to eliminate as much stress as possible, but it's also like usually within a few days to a week, that's when you're traveling and that can be stressful, right? Like you guys asked me originally to record tomorrow and I was like, well, that's like my stressful day because I have to get everything done. Like everything has to be done um, to leave home um, as I'm flying out Tuesday morning and we're sitting here Sunday night. Anyway, um, but the week for me, I just, I try to be really organized going into it. So like I did an evaluation of all my race gear and everything. I ordered everything I needed to be ready, you know, like two weeks ago. So I just start planning like weeks in advance so that there's no last minute fire drill of like, oh, I don't have my nutrition or like, oh, wait, what water bottle system am I using? Or, oh, my bike needs a new bottom bracket. You know, like assess those things. I literally, and I just put a new bottom bracket in, but like I assessed it far enough in advance where it's like my bike was at the shop for a few days without stress. And then I picked it up and then I rode it today. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just try to plan as far ahead as I can, but obviously you can't eliminate, like I can't pack three weeks in advance. So, Mm. you know, those sorts of things. And I can't take my dog to my mom to, you know, three weeks in advance. So there's things that can only be done. There's, there's errands. (laughs) Yeah. So those things you just have to, yeah, you just have to plan for them and know that you have to do it. And yeah, I'll probably end up staying up later than I'd like tomorrow night. Um, but getting to the race, I just really focus on eliminating stress once I'm there and just relaxing and pretty much just doing what I want to do, which I just, you just have to be kind of selfish once you get there. Like, oh, yeah. you know what, now I'm just going to sleep in as much as I want or no, I'm not meeting you for dinner, you know, because like people, I don't know, not that not that you can't have fun, but if you need a rest and you need to chill out, like that's priority. Oh no, I've got a permanent Heisman up on race week. I'm like, get that. <laughs> like my hand is up blocking. Yeah. I got the hater, the hater blocker glasses. When I walk through anywhere, I'm like, don't look at me. I can't be involved well, in this. <laughs> I'm excited to see that then. On yeah, the, uh, I'm sure. Virtual then he's going to see you. He's going to be like, hey, Scott, let's go and grab a drink. And... <laughs> no, not me. I'll be like, no. Scott, I got to ask, yeah. um, have you, did you, 
officially prepare your gear with um, regulations of tax guidelines, Tri-10, TN, 45. There's a form you could fill out which will outline yes. all the things and your exclusions for this event that you need to yes. take in mind. <laughs> yes, all the exclusions and deductions and everything have been taken into consideration. <laughs> don't worry, Nick. And hey, I filed I the form. The deadline was last Tuesday. I don't know if you know, but I filed it and I missed it, Nick. Yeah. Well, thanks for indulging my tax humor. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're so, traveling on election day. You're gonna like the, You might land and there might be riots. But <laughs> honestly, I know. Like, and I'm traveling to Florida on election day. So oh. depending how the votes are going, um, don't worry. I already voted. I dropped my ballot off yesterday early. Um, and yeah, I, I hope election day doesn't go crazy. You know, we'll see. I just, don't know. So my best advice is keep a little spare MAGA mask in your pocket, just in case you end yeah, up getting into a crowd that has Trump supporters everywhere. You just put that mask on and you're safe. You just walk away. That's and then a you good just idea. You're, you're, That's you're a good idea. Okay. <laughs> Why do you bring up MAGA? Because I was, I don't get into the news or politics at all. Like you can just get so worked up and whatever. And I just don't do that. But kind of, I saw a headline or something about MAGA and I didn't know they were talking about the MAGA cult. And I was like, what's MAGA? And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, duh. like I just hadn't heard the MAGA saying before, but obviously I've heard make America great again. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah. That's how that's how like detached from politics I stay. I thought it was make like, America gangster people... again. Yeah, well that. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, before okay, so that's your that's your taper week mindset. Okay, I want yes. to step back a sec here and just you know you train for six weeks for this. What like what is that? I mean, I don't want to tell me every workout you did, but like for you yeah. as a pro, like I think it's cool to know like how much do pros actually train like. Some people say they train 40 hours a week. I don't believe them. Like, what's your big training week look like? Number of workouts, hours kind of thing. Yeah, what's that key week? Yeah, um, my biggest weeks are usually around 30 hours. I definitely hit 30 hours and close to 30 hours a few times um, in the last six weeks. And, um, you know, that includes, I do a lot of swimming. I am definitely one who has to swim a lot. So that includes big swims nearly every day. Um lots of time on the bike. I do, um, you know, we'll do a lot of double, sometimes triple bike days. We do the long runs, we do double, triple run days, you know. Wow, cool. A lot of, it's, it's a lot of volume, but it's not just fluff volume. Um, you know, like it's not just five hour rides every other day. You know, we'll do a lot of quality bike volume as well. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, for this one, I feel like I really got in a lot of good quality big days that I would for any race. And obviously, um, you know, prior to six weeks ago, I'd kept my training pretty steady. Like, I've been pretty consistent all year and pretty steady, but it's not like we'd been hammering like the race. Like, I didn't do a proper brick session that my coach has me do that's like our bread and butter brick. I didn't do that until the six week block. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I, I so for the first time this year it was like what October and I finally started doing our big brick sessions. I bet so. you that first one felt pretty good. <laughs> well, it was well. Fortunately, I'd done Bear Lake at least, so it's like okay, oh, right. I I still yeah. know how to run fairly hard off the bike. Um, although that wasn't like a glorious run off the bike there, but um, 
anyway, it, it did feel good. I mean, it was nice. It was nice to know that I could still do it at a pretty high level, even though it's been a long time since I've done that. So, yeah. yeah what, what's how, how long is it, has it been in time period since your last full? My last full Ironman was, is now just a little over 16 months ago. It was Ironman Frankfurt last year because yeah. then I was planning to do Kona and I probably would have also done Ironman Arizona, but you, as you know, I crashed and there were no more races for me in, um, 2019 but yeah I was hoping to have a at least a couple more Ironmans in my legs from 2019 but here we are yeah, yeah. so I'm glad in. I'm gonna get one for this year like I yeah. was worried yeah. like for my own development as an Ironman athlete to go that long without doing an Ironman and not that you forget but just like you just you're stronger for everyone you do so I wanted I want to build and become stronger at the distance and Part of that is racing so awesome well that's perfect insight um and then more importantly the start list for this race yeah. you know since it is yeah. kind of one of the the big events for the year as far as full ironman distance goes in the world um yeah. you know there's a there's a stellar field jackson list off some of the names on the women's side and sky give us some you know thoughts on what's to come yeah uh well we got sky Monch, heather jackson meredith kessler jocelyn mccauley Kelsey Withrow, I mean, there's the, probably the names where you're going to have, you know, the podium out of there, I would, I would guess. Um, and that's Sky has this is some other dark horse in there that she's got her eye on. So who, I, when you're worried about, who do you think about of those top females? Well, I don't know that Heather Jackson is racing, to be honest, um, from what I've seen. But we never know. You'd have to confirm with her. She may show up. And yeah. I know Jocelyn was on the fence as well. But, you know, like Jocelyn and Heather are very, very strong athletes who can win an Ironman and in, in very good fields, right? Like they're, they're always strong ones to look out for. Um, so if they're there, like <clears throat> they will definitely influence the race. Um, you know, Meredith Kessler's incredible. Like I look up to her so much. She's won several Ironmans and she's not slowing down. Um, so... Yeah, I think a lot depends on who actually shows up and, you know, that, that, how big that front swim pack is. And, um, so tactically, I, I will say what will you change? Well, I'm not going to, I feel like, I feel like there's nothing that I would change depending on who's there because it's always, like, I would never purposely swim slower or something. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I, um, but certainly, there are some women there who I know are going to be able to run extremely fast if they're there off the bike. So then it's like, okay, yeah, if you can, and I'm com confident in my run, but I feel like I have a lot of gains that I have yet to express in a race. Um, so, and because I haven't raced a full Ironman in so long, it's like, I feel like I, my run has improved. And according to my workouts, my run has improved over the longer distance, but you know, you have to put it together on race day. So, um, yeah, certainly coming off the bike with a, a gap is always <clears throat> something I feel capable of, or at least definitely with those top women. Um, and I will say the dark horse that you did not mention is Renee Kylie. She's my squad mate, and she got a wild card for Daytona. And I saw that. She's here to do Florida, and my coach and um, Renee decided. 
I mean, she's she wants to get a Kona slot as much as any of us. And so I think she has a really good shot. It looks like she's improved, you know, she's going to be a completely different athlete than the last time I trained her. I've never raced her actually, but um, oh, that's last fun. time I trained with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's but all the these other women. You see, yeah. these, you know, people who haven't had much of a chance to race and like, you kind of just assume, oh, the same names are going to be up there, but it's, you forget that there's been a whole year of development that we haven't seen. And exactly. Yeah, that's great well, that you mentioned her. And the, the year of the d- development, but also the year of maybe not development. And I'm not saying like, oh, someone else hasn't developed this year, but like maybe say, for example, if Heather Jackson races, maybe she hasn't been as focused on tri training. She's been doing gravel races. Like it's a question mark, right? Like how, yeah. how swim fit is she? How run fit is she? We know she's probably pretty bike fit, but she hasn't been in aero bars. Like, I don't know. There's so many things. It's, yeah. it's hard to look at a start list and make any kind of guess this year because we just have no idea what, and, and even for me who like, I've put in a really solid six week training Ironman block, but like still that's, and I'm, and I'm confident in myself, but it's still a question mark. Like, okay, well, yeah. Anything but can you don't have, and, and, and like, it's not like I've been training full on for the last six months. Like it's, yeah, it's not like you're getting ready for Kona. Yeah. No, like, no, not at all. So, um, so it, it'll be interesting. Um, I was going to ask something, but I totally forgot. So, Jackson, if you've got something else you want to ask. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, we had the same discussion about the men's race. Like, ton, tons of great names there, but yeah. And, and you, you kind of look at who's raced well this year, and you, you're probably pretty sure they'll race well, but then other people who haven't raced much or not raced well yet you don't they're the big question marks right so um like matt hansen and sam long for example have both raced a lot and both raced pretty well you assume they're going to maintain that but then chris leiferman don't forget him of course he's one like he's really solid and then you know someone like cody i know he's in good shape and gonna have a good race but he's basically not raced this year yeah Um, so people are probably looking at him like who knows so i do I do think that like it's better if you're not going to have raced all year I think doing an Ironman is probably the safer way to go as like your first race because not I mean every second counts in every race but like there's a little more room for error in Ironman because it's such a long race like how often are we neck and neck to the finish line in an Ironman yeah Um, yeah, pretty much and again (laughs) like not not that you can just say oh it's fine I can be sloppy in my transitions or you know lose you know, you, you still need to be on your A game all day, but um, I think it's you a slower pace. focus something for a few minutes. It's not like, <laughs> oh, the pack's totally 10 minutes ahead now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a slower paced day. Um, it's just a longer day. It's so. a chess match. That's all. And that takes yeah. time. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes about eight to nine hours, doesn't it? <laughs> I would suspect it will. <laughs> well, I hope it's really, I hope it's, I hope it's a really quick day on Saturday. So. I'm hoping for a really choppy swim that is borderline canceled because man, I just love the chop. <laughs> and then that means it's going to be a little windy. So we're going to all be in a little bit of a bind at some position headwind situation. We got to grind it out even more, which sucks. Yeah. But I've, I've done a couple 120 mile rides this, this uh, season where it's just been 20 mile an hour headwind for about two hours. So I'm ready to just see if that paid off at all. <laughs> yeah. You, you, that would play to all of your uh, preparations and strengths, wouldn't it? I hope there's some gravel. Like I hope they have to like detour. Yeah. 
and then we've got a carrier bikes. That would be good for me. I'm pretty good on gravel with my tri bike. <laughs> I think I've seen a video of you. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, or uh, in Australia, I obviously haven't been there recently, but uh, we there's a ride um, or a stretch called the Goat Track, and it's gravel uphill downhill, and we do that, and you know it's all good nice. on the TT TT bike. So yeah, what I'm waiting for is when there's snow during the bike and race. I've actually ridden my TT bike in the snow before, not very far. I have but as well. It's uh. <laughs> You know, that's where the northern blood comes into handy. That's yeah. Nuts. <laughs> well, I think we pretty well got it covered. What we figured out is that Skymont is going to win this race. No problem. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Done going to have a good race, too. I'm I don't know if you'll win, pressure. but you'll be up there. I'm gonna be, so. and my goal is just top eight. If I could be a contender with those really, with, with the winners, then, man, I'd be so happy. Yeah, I mean, don't. There, I think the, I think my main thing for this race is like don't don't count yourself out but don't count anyone out because oh, we yeah. just we just have no idea and i know there's some women on the start list um who i've never raced before and um i have no idea who they are or what they're capable of so you just you just can never go into race like with your result already in your head because never you just, never good. No, you just you just <laughs> have to prove it on the day so I, I try not to overanalyze too much and just uh, be confident and not stress out well sky we'll just we'll leave it in very neutral sky's gonna finish and she's gonna have a, <laughs> a good day she's gonna yeah. be happy to finish and ride strong and do good but things I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna finish fast okay i'm gonna finish fast <laughs> yeah okay well cool well good best of luck packing i will see you in a few days um at the you know definitely at the virtual meeting but you know maybe we'll yeah. uh, air, air five across the street as well but yeah. good luck uh, yeah good luck i'll check in we'll we'll certainly have jackson um doing posts on the old podcast feed um on the, our favorite podcast guests so thanks for being on cool. again yeah thanks for having me um yeah jackson anything final before we say goodbye to sky that's it. I mean, thanks for coming on and uh, future future winner here. I'm I'm just gonna pump it up. Future winner. She said it on our podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Florida. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks, guys. Right. Bye, Sky. Bye. Well, that was awesome interview. Uh, honestly, wouldn't have expected anything less from Sky. I know her personality more. It's that we've worked together a little bit this year on some planning and strategizing. She's very calculated. She knows the risks. She analyzes them. We're cut from the same cloth when it comes to that. She is just going to be a fortress of intensity out there. And you won't see it here or hear it here, but that's just the way she rolls. Jack, what did you take away? Yeah, I think she's going to have a great race. She seems she's confident. She's not, you know, cocky, but definitely confident. And I'm, I've, I've got to say, I'm a little, uh, you know, impressed. She's, she puts out some 30 hour weeks. That's awesome. It, and she obviously does it you know, in a smart way, she's still, she's definitely not burnt out or like, you can just tell when someone's like overtrained and they're like, Oh, I don't know what's going to go yeah. on here, but she's like <laughs> excited and energetic and ready to go. So she's going to have a great race. And uh, I'm super looking forward to the first Ironman that we get to follow. The sweet thing about an Ironman is like, I can follow it throughout my day. It's like eight hours. It's like, Oh, <laughs> three hours later, Oh, still on the bike here and pack split up a little bit or <laughs> yeah, you can kind of follow it as you go. So yeah, uh, and I'm stoked for you guys. It doesn't look like they're going to have Iron Man live, um, based on what I could do as far as research. But I'm hoping there's a lot of 
good images and people pumping it up on Twitter or whatever. That way we can at least know what's going on. Cause I think that's the best part about Iron Man is when there's a camera and you're in, you know, top five and there's a camera floating around on field and you get to see the competitors. So, and I hope they can do that for men and fem- men and women's field on this race, but prize purse, a hundred thousand dollars paying 10 deep Ironman Florida. It's going to be a big day. And then shortly afterwards, we've got challenge Daytona hundred. I mean, a million, actually, no, 1.15 1 million, 1, million. Yeah, $1.15 million prize purse at Daytona, which is going to pay 60 deep, uh, pretty intense um, field there. And Jack, you're going to be next on the cutting board when we interview for that one. But I'll be able to do that in person because you're coming to visit in a couple of weeks and we can do an in-person interview and I can, I don't roast know. Roast me. Really roast you hard. <laughs> well, we'll be... We'll be getting some exciting content coming out. Make sure to follow our Instagram, which is, I believe it's at the Real Try Squad, or is it still at the Real Try Podcast? Real Try Podcast, for sure. The Real Try Podcast. And since we're going to be training together, there's going to be some more exciting content coming out. Episodes recorded live together. We'll be living together for a bit, so it's going to be cool. Keep your eyes yeah. out for that. But I guess we got to sign her out here, bud. Yeah, don't screw it up like you did last one. Okay. Peace. Oh. I got ish to do Flying through the sky in my parachute Dancing on the couch like I'm Tommy Cruise On a one-man mission trying to see it through